Are you looking for ways to automate your business? Are you looking for ways to use automation to increase sales, increase recruiting, and generate residual income? In this podcast, myself, Cody Dean, and Dalton, we are on a mission to uncover the secrets of automation to expand, grow, and automate your downline. Follow our journey as we teach you what we learn from our personal experiences and from the experience of our clients with the ultimate goal to automate your downline. What is up, guys? We need to come up with a a fancy name for you guys. Uh, Cody Dean here, and I am with... Dalton Baker. Dalton Baker. (laughs) I like how you pointed. Dalton Baker, the number one. (laughs) The number one Dalton Baker. And so, guys, we're starting up this channel here, whether you're watching it on YouTube, Facebook, whether you're listening to on the podcast, the Instagram, wherever you may find us. We're starting this up. Why are we starting this up, Dalton, this channel? Because there are some crazy issues within a certain market that we've been in and and things are being pitched that aren't real and we just want to help you along the process along the journey that's all we just got some information that that might help you in what you're currently doing that's right we we've been around the block a couple times with uh, multi-level marketing network marketing direct sales sales marketing whatever you want to call it um or business you know started up a couple of business ourselves and we've been around the block a couple of times and so we wanted to not only just tell you what we've been through and the challenges that we are going through but also like what we're learning along the way so because we're definitely not perfect right definitely not perfect far from, <laughs> far from. i mean i mean we've built uh network marketing uh companies in the hundreds I how many did you have in your team at one point um i within my first three months i had over 130 some on people 130, 130. So yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, we've built businesses. We have had teams in network marketing. Um, we've both done door to door. So we've seen it from a huge perspective from all these different angles. And so we really want to give our stories and give our expertise and really help you as a marketer and a sales rep and, and whatever you want to call yourself. And we want to help you along this process. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing is, like, I, I've personally been in, like, three three or four different multi-level marketing companies, and uh, each one of them I went about the same way, and obviously none of them worked, not any of them. I, I've never been super successful in multi-level marketing, and the reason why is because I was doing all of the wrong things, but the crazy thing is I was being told to do it like that. These are people who are at the top saying to do this stuff. So I was just doing what they were telling me to do. None of it was working. I think the reason why is because it was the old way of doing things. It, it was the old used to work. No right. longer works. Right. What you'll notice right now in multiple industries is everything's changing. There's the old way. There's the new way. That's always going to happen. And you always have to be on top of the game, where it's going, how it's been developed, and what you need to do different to stand out or to even make it happen. Right. Like, you know, we're in the beginning of something completely brand new. We're in the 21st century now, right? We're not in the 20th century anymore. It's only been a couple of years. It's, you know, we're going into the 20th year here now, right? Like, so people are still living in the 20th century in businesses, in marketing and sales, especially the multi-level network marketing industry. And those companies, they 
they're they're so old they they don't even realize like hey you know what the internet exists right and, and and we'll see over the next five to ten years you know from 2020 to 2030 a complete shift like this next 10 years are going to just completely demolish businesses or completely blow up businesses i mean if you think like apple and amazon are huge right now like you like you have no idea what is coming like there's this huge uh, wave of technology and automation and the internet and people on this world. There's almost, you know, seven and a half billion people um, all coming to all coming together and being connected so tight that um, it's going to be crazy. It, it is. I mean, the, the, the cool thing about what's going on right now is social media. The, and I know, and, and yes, social media has been around for a bit now. However, we're now learning and, and some people have known this for quite a few years, but a lot of the young entrepreneurs like myself, like you, we're now realizing the power of social media. Like instead of using it to talk with friends, using it as a way to grow your business. Like I never, it makes sense. If you look, if you, if you ask yourself, okay, well here, here, I'll tell I'll break it down like this. This is the best way it's broken down to me. Uh, I heard a story. It was a college professor. Uh, it was in business and he was talking to all of the students. He asked him a question. Everybody say you own a restaurant. Right. He said, he said, okay, what is the number one thing you would want in your restaurant uh, over everyone else? Like just what, what, what is the one thing you would really want to make sure that you had in your restaurant? And people were saying like, oh, the best food. I want the best customer service. I'd want the fastest times. I'd want, you, you know, I want to be better than uh, Chef Ramsey, like all these things, right? <laughs> And okay, okay. looked at all of them and was like, why? Because none of that actually matters if you don't have a line of hungry people out the door. So what you actually want is people, right? Because none of the other things matter if you don't have customers. And how do you get customers? Well, where is the one place we all go at least twice a day? Social media. Dude, I get on there so much. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, I'm always on social media. Like, I may not post <laughs> a whole lot, which is terrible. But, uh, it, you know, it's the fact is, I'm on there. I'm looking at what other people got. I click on things all the time. I'm all, like, people buy things from Facebook every freaking day. Facebook is the reason why I started a marketing agency. Well, one of the reasons. It's what led me into it. Right. Uh, realizing what people were doing on, in, uh, on Facebook. I was like, holy cow, why am I not doing this? The right. future is social media. The future is online. Right. Like it's seriously like people are, are going to be able to need to learn how to get their information out there or get their products out there and, and, and be able to manage the systems that are, that are coming, you know, whether it's Facebook, you know, who knows how long Facebook will be around Instagram, but it's like, those are the systems that we have in place today. So let's use those. Other systems will come, but you have to use the systems that are in place to be able right. to, to grow yourself and scale yourself and, and your business at the same time. Like those days where you're just like, you set up a shop on Main Street and then you just hope that people walking by will come in. Um, those days are over. Like if, if that's all that you're relying on, like you're, you're going to die because no, like no one wants to go out and walk down the streets anymore. And you know what's crazy to me? I talked to, we talked, both of us, we talked to a lot of business owners. And always the number one thing I always freaking hear every time I'm like, I ask them one question, how are you currently getting your clients? What is your current tactic? Everyone right. is, 
referrals? Okay, so you're relying on your clientele to bring you more clientele. <laughs> and That's good one, bro. <laughs> and and uh, so so uh, you so I was I was I always ask them. I'm like, so you're relying on your clients to keep you in business, and you're not using any other tactic at all to bring in clients on your own. Well, no. It's going really well. Why am I talking to you if it's going really? Obviously, it's not going really well if it's not. You're talking to me for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like what you're doing isn't working as good as it used to anymore, right? Right. See, I think the number one thing we also fail to do is ask questions. We all do this stupid thing called trusting the process, and it's it's one of those tricks. It is one of those scams uh, that we fall into on what we think needs to happen. Don't, why would you trust? Why would you just sit back and hope one day someone's going to hand it to you? That's what trusting is, right? Like, oh, I'll just, I'll just one day, hopefully, you know, it might happen. I'll just believe it will. Okay, good job. You do that. I'm going to work at it. I'm going to know where I'm at every day. I'm going to know where I'm going every single day. I'm going to be aware of the decisions I'm making. Yeah. I'm going to be aware of my failures. I'm not going to trust shit. I'm going to go all the way with what I want to happen, right? And here's the thing, like, I, I examine the process. If you don't examine the process and you just trust it, you're going to lose every time. Every time. Maybe trusting used to work. You know, it's so interesting. People do see these, right? The, or they can feel like something is not right. And they see the writing on the wall. But then they don't do anything about it. They don't ask a question about it. And they're not like, I don't know what it is. Like, what? Why, why do exactly. people not ask the questions? I can tell you exactly what there because 95% of what we do, we act out of the subconscious mind. It's habit. The fact is we've all created bad habits for ourselves. And mm. so when we know an issue, it's habit to ignore it. It's habit to overlook it. It's habit to trust that one day it was just going to work out. Right. That's a habit. And that's why, you know, I, I'm just coming back from the gym. That's why I'm in my car. I pulled over. I, you know, for the longest time, I always said this, oh man, it's so hard to just get to the gym. But once I'm there, I'm good. It's so hard to just get to the gym. Right. And when I, the second I stopped saying that, and I just, I was aware, because I'm examining, right? I was aware that that was the part I struggled with. It wasn't the actual gym. It was getting there. So guess what I got excited about every single day? Going to the gym. I'm changing. The process. Like, the process. I'm changing the way I think in that moment when that happens. I'm aware of it, and now I'm going to change it. And guess mm. what happened? It becomes a habit. And now every time I think of the gym, I get excited and I go there and it gets even better. I love so, that. Right. So you've got to be aware of where, you're, where your faults are, where you're falling short. And I can tell you right now, 90% of that's going to be in the habits that you've already created for yourself. Yeah, Not it's all of it. It's interesting how people, they want to go and they want to get a goal. You know, say they want to build a business, they want to get more customers. And that's, they have the goal of, hey, I want to do this. But then they don't actually realize that there's actually a second goal that you have to create, which is that habit. And that's the goal of doing that small thing every single day. That, that tiny thing that actually will lead to eventually that big goal of, you know, losing 10 pounds. You know, you want to lose your 10 pounds. That's great. But like for you, if you can't get your, your butt off, <laughs> if you can't get to your butt to the gym um, and work out for 30 minutes, that's your goal. Really should be your goals. Work out 30 minutes every day. Right. Right. Here's, here's the thing. Here's, we're so focused on the end goal. We're so focused on what we want, right? And we overlook complete, all of us, we all do this at one point. Uh, we overlook the process of it. See, 
New Year's resolutions. This is exactly why they fail. We, we always know what we want the outcome to look like, right? We always know what, our, you know, I want my body to be big and I, I, want, I want muscle and I want to be lean, like all these things, right? That's if they set the goal, right? Most people don't even set that goal because they know they're going to fail. Exactly. But even the people that do, and I use New Year's resolutions as an example because it's the time people make goals. Typically, uh, yeah, And so uh, it, for the people who that do make the goal, they don't realize the sacrifice in between where they're at, where they need to be or where they want to be. Right. right. And there's a, that's the biggest portion is the process. The fact you overlook that means you just automatically opted out of the whole thing. Right. The fact you even look at it or the fact that you're not even aware of it. You need to change the way you think, look at things, break things down. Don't be scared to ask questions. I think asking questions is the best thing you could ever do with yourself is ask yourself questions. The second you stop, you're yeah because then it's it's almost like you're one step ahead of the game if you if you keep doing that rather than being uh proactive rather than being reactive you're proactive because you're always asking those questions you're always your your awareness is always expanding rather than contracting right and which is huge i i think that's super important like we as humans we are letting our subconscious brains do too much and the negativity and the media and our teachers and our educators and even our parents and you know like the people that are all around us teaching us like again it's those old ways that have trained us into our subconscious brain and into our habits it's like we need to be more aware like and it's like people don't teach this though people no. and on purpose, it's on for a reason by the way the what school, like, it's a scam bro well, I'll tell you, you know what's one of I the think things? people, they think it's woo-woo. I, I personally, I think people think it's woo-woo when they start t- thinking about like, hey, you know, subconscious brain and your awareness and your habits and like, you know, like visualizing and stuff like that. Like people think it's like woo-woo because some people have taken it pretty far, it's, pretty crazy. It's new information to people. And the thing, well, maybe it's not necessarily new information, but it's something they've never implemented or tried themselves. That's why they think it's woo-woo. That's why they don't believe it. They don't trust it. They don't see it. They, they've never done it. Uh, right. That's why people say, I'm not, I'm, I can't read. I can't write. Do you read? Do you write? Do you try? Have you tried? Like how much do you, how often, how much work do you put into it? Cause I guarantee you can, if you just do it often, uh, that was one of my biggest things. Like, you know, my struggle started out really small at a small level uh, where it was very simple. It was just learning like everyone else. And I had to figure out how that worked for me, but, you know, one of the, I think one of the things are with, with people is we don't, the process is something, because this process isn't one thing. The process is different for everyone. Right. And the second you want something to happen fast, it's not going to happen. Like you can't, okay, here, the biggest thing, uh, this was a shock to me, but uh, one of the biggest financial scams that we, that entrepreneurs are told is to go after the money. Don't work for money because employees work for money. If you work for money, you'll be an employee. You'll be broke for the rest of your life. You'll be an employee. You basically just own your own job. Exactly. So if you go into business for money, right, for the pure fact of just getting money, then you're going to hate life because the process, I can guarantee you, is going to last longer than than the money is going to. Like it's the process is never going to go away. Right, because the money depletes again and again and again and again. Right, 
exactly. And and so uh, we we always are told we're told to go and earn money. We're told to go get money. We're told money is the uh, what we need to survive. And that may be true in some cases, but right. how you look at it, how we've been taught to look at it, is what's wrong. Right. So you right. don't want to chase money because you'll never get it. Now, what you want to do is you want to find something that you actually love doing, that you find passion and that you actually care about, that you care about, because what this is, what's this is going to do is it's going to push you along during that process. You're going to actually want to get really good at whatever you're doing. And as a result, you'll have money. Money is an outcome of what you do every day. Money is a, is a result. Right. Successful people, success is, it, it's an opinion-based thing, like, Success is different for everyone, but for me, success is in the journey. Success is in what I do every day. It's not the yacht, the jet, the mansion. It's, that's not success. That's money and that's materialistic things, which I obviously want. Right. You know, I, I, I'm very clear about that. Yeah, absolutely. I want to be able to rent a, a yacht whenever I want to rent a yacht, like have a jet when I want a jet. Like, yeah, I want those things. But at the same time, if I never get them, I know I'm not going to stop because I love what I'm doing every day. Right, because so, you're figuring this out as it's it's not you're chasing money, you're chasing the actual process of like who you are. I'm chasing a life worth living. And I for me, for me, that is acting. It's uh basically most things business. I I truly enjoy that and the idea of being able to help other people achieve what they thought was impossible mm. because of what because what we've been taught. You know, at first grade was the first time I, my teacher was, my teacher brought my mom in to, to, to school in first grade and says I was retarded and there's no way I'd make it to 10th grade. Again in fifth grade, happened again in fifth grade. And you know what I learned from this process? I was told I'd never make it past junior high. I was too dumb. And I was like, you know what the thing was, is I just didn't learn like what, how the, everyone thinks you should learn. Everyone thinks everything goes one way. You, you weren't on the treadmill. Right. Everyone, everyone, everyone thinks you go one way. Everyone thinks there's one way to everything, and there's not. You, mm -hmm. There's, there's your way, and right. you, you got to figure it out. You got to discover that way. And for me, I figured out how I learned, and it wasn't a book. It wasn't, it wasn't studying like writing things down. I, that's a part of how I learned, but it's not how I learned. You know how I learned is very different, and so, but I just had to find out, and and. I thought I was stupid for the longest time until I just figured out how I work. But I had to ask myself questions to get there. I had to be willing to go there. Yeah, and that, and I don't think a lot of people want to go there. No, it's too much. They're work. not. They're they're scared of what they're going to find, or they don't really want to go through the pain or the change. But the thing <laughs> is, like, the market will punish you. Like you're going to feel the pain anyway. Well, cause if you just put on your blinders and you're just trying to work your, your job at, on the, the street on main street and you're just putting on the blinders and hoping like, I just hope every single day that those customers will just keep coming in. They'll just keep coming in and you put on the blinders and you don't really want to confront the fact like, Oh, I'm going to have to actually change. I'm actually going to have to question what I've always done and not go through the treadmill because the treadmill is changing now. There's, right. There's not even going to be a treadmill anymore. Exactly. And you know what I think about change? Um, change. I think we all say we're willing to change. Change is good. We, we preach a good game, right? All of us. But when it we need to understand what change actually means. What change means is whatever it is that you're changing is going to never be the same again. 
And in order for that to happen, you have to try a lot of new things. And a lot of that process of change is through failure. You have to understand what doesn't work and only be confident in what does work. And okay. the only way to do that, and the only way to truly be confident in what doesn't work is to find out. That's why I think failure is a crucial part to success. I think for me, the biggest key to success is just action. Because you'll never uh, fail unless you take action, right? And and that never taking action is the, the biggest failure you can make. Yes, absolutely. But, um, people consider failure like, uh, uh, man, I don't want to out anyone. Uh, so there's a few people I've talked to basically uh, <laughs> who, had, who had an issue in, in following a career path. And there's this one individual uh, tonight, actually, uh, they're having an issue with following their career path. And I was asking them, they, they said one thing. They said, I, I, this past few months have been slow for me. And I said, slow how? Slow as in life, relationship, career? Well, career. Okay, so things have slowed down. You feel, is another word for this, stuck? Yeah, stuck. Okay, where, where do you feel stuck in your career? Mm. Uh, what, what is it you don't have that is making you want to throw in the towel because you don't have it yet? What is, what is that one thing that is making all of this not worth it all of a sudden? And, and then you just saw the wheels start rolling in their head like, oh, um, I think they were so focused on the money. They were so focused on the, the money. And I was like, yo, <laughs> you're going to be broke in this industry, bro. Like, this is a part of the game that you're in. The, the right. great, best of the best make money in what you're doing. So unless you can compete at that level, unless you're willing to compete at that level, then if that's what you're after. And here's the thing, guys. I don't want to confuse anyone. It's okay it's okay to have money be a motivator, but know that money is your motivator and be cool with it. Right. But people assume money is the motivator. And that's why it doesn't work. Right. Like that's where that. Right. They think. And then it goes back to the subconscious and then they have the problem with the money in the first place. And then they go through that loop again and again and again. And next thing they know, they're not like, wait, why am I actually chasing this money? It keeps going away from me. Exactly. And so you need to find something more, more than that. And let, I always find a few, like you've got to find a few things. I, I, I wouldn't say just focus on one thing unless it's like big enough. And, and again, all this is opinion based. All, that's why it's hard to pinpoint it. It's, it's all based off of your opinion and what you want, where you're going and, and how you're going to do it. Like for me, I want a lot of things. Money is going to be a bridge to get those. Like, right. I understand that. But also money at the very beginning wasn't doing it for me because of how much the hustle demanded. You know, the, the demand, my demand was a lot more than, than what the money was worth to me. Right. So I had to find other things. I had to dig deeper than, than the surface, you know, and by asking those questions on what, what is it that I want? Truthfully, what is it, not money, like take money out of the picture. What is it you actually, was it freedom? Is it to give your parents freedom? your family Frida is it to be able to travel to Italy once a year or is it to be able to travel to Italy six times a year because very different <laughs> like, yeah, very different. but you gotta you gotta be so specific I guess where I'm going with this whole thing is ask yourself questions every single day and if you feel stuck it, you gotta be specific on where it is you feel stuck because people are like oh, I just feel stuck in life no no no, no. Well, somewhere what in part, life what part of life you feel right. stuck and honestly, it, and that goes from like the very beginning, when someone gets into the business of network marketing, multi-level marketing, they don't really ask themselves a ton of questions. They don't really yeah. 
for me in my experience when I'd recruit people and this is what I did wrong was like, I never really like dug in deep with the people to really find like, like, what do you want to do with this? Like, why, why did you say yes? Why did you sign up? Like yep. what, do you what's know what the I, do you know, uh, Where I went wrong is very similar. Actually. Uh, I, I dug deep, but I didn't care. And you, Straight up. and they could like, I'm sure that they could tell they're like, Oh, he just wants they me for my it? money. He just exactly. wants me for his little bit of commission. There was that, but here's the thing. Just because I acted like I cared for all of them, and I'm here's the thing, I'm straight up and I'm honest with my struggles and what I've done wrong and what I've done right. Like I'm cool with that. I'm human. And so like the fact, I, yeah, I didn't care about these guys the way I should have at all. I was totally in it for the money. I was totally in it for myself and self right. And as a result, I, here's the thing, I, was, I chose such a team driven industry to work to m- by myself. Like <laughs> that's strange, bro. <laughs> I know. Well, what happened was I asked them all of their goals and pitched this big game on like, look what we're going to do for you. The second they signed, guess what I was doing? I was focused on getting the next person signed. Right. I was not focused on them hitting their goals. And I, if I would have just tweaked that little thing, I would have went from like 130 people in three months to way, way, way more. If I would have just helped, because here's, I can sum it down for you really fast. I was looking for pennies instead of quarters. Got a hundred pennies, but I could have gotten four quarters. Would have been right. the same. So, uh, where do you want to allocate your time? Where do you want right. to allocate your energy? Where do you want to allocate the amount of effort that you're putting into this? And would you rather get four people that are quarters or would you rather get 50 people that are, or 100 people that are pennies? Pennies, right. Pennies right. don't do anything. We don't use really pennies anymore. Maybe every now and then just to top off the dolly, like <laughs> that. Is really it. Like, uh, let's get rid of the penny. That's what I'm all down for getting rid of the penny. Yeah, the penny I'm is cool. costing this, co- this company, this business money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, I, I was like, man, instead of the, the goal, which was pitched to me, by the way, I never, my goals were never my personal goals. My goals were actually pitched to me on what I thought I had. That is an interesting point in itself because if someone can put the idea into your head, someone else can take it out and put something else in it. Exactly. You know, like, man, I used to tell people all the time, I was, my closing line, this is so funny, my closing line is, because everybody, you, know, you would pitch them, and then they always do this one thing where they're like, they're like, I don't know, I don't know. Anytime I heard somebody, I don't know, I knew I closed them. And the reason why is my follow-up after that, I don't know. And it was, I could tell you right now what's stopping you. And the thing is, conf- people buy confidence all day long. And so I was like, okay, you're not interested in the actual product, let me tell you this. And I was like, I can tell you why you're not interested. Now I was going to act. I was going to convince them that I knew who they were. Right. And so I was right. really scared of the fear of failure and the fear and, and the fear of the unknown. You have no idea what's going to happen when you, when you hop on board and you're scared because you're looking at everything that can go wrong. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. They'd be like, Oh yeah. Super generic, but I made it very specific. And, and I was like, well, here's the deal. I'm not gonna let that happen. Yeah. And again, I, again, I, in my mind, I wasn't intentionally doing anything wrong or trying to do anything wrong. I literally thought these people could hop on board, they'd get the same kind of energy I have, and then they would just run with it. I wasn't coming from a bad or negative place. Right. I was in it for my however. And, and, I, and I learned from that. I felt, miserably felt. I got what was coming. I got exactly what I deserved. Yeah, yeah. I got the result of what I was putting in. Nothing. I wasn't really putting in <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy. That that's like a mind blowing. It's like you got exactly what you put in, 
which was nothing, which you thought was something. But then yeah. once you actually became aware, it's like, oh, it, it was actually nothing the entire time. I was trusting the process because you know what the process that they said? They said, get a downline. So that's what I did. And guess what I found out when I had over 130 people? My lines were uneven, so I didn't make nothing. I was like, uneven lot, like uneven legs. Like, what are you talking about? Uneven what are you talking legs? about, legs, man? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? I got all these people. You guys are making so much money off of me. And they're like, yeah, we didn't set it up right. I'm like, you didn't tell me that. Like, <laughs> you're just putting people in the wrong legs the entire time. I was funneling in. I just thought right, because they're, they're like, you know, just build two to start. And you're like, okay, I'm just building two. I'm just building two. Oh, wait. You're supposed to have a third leg? Well, what happens is you're about to drop because you're irritated. You're not, making, you're not making money. They're like, look, you only need like 10 people on your third leg, and you're making 10 G a month. And you're like, oh, whoa, okay, I'll just stick it in for a little bit longer. You get the third people. like, look, man, you need two more because we changed our commission structures. Here's the thing. MLM's come a long way. Right, oh, it has. Long, yes. long way. I think it's one of the best business models for people to start off in the entrepreneurial world. I think it's a great way to really understand how to build and grow something and scale it to another level. Right. Uh, I think this whole saturated bullcrap is just a made-up word that people on the top use to stay in the game longer. It, it weeds out all the, all the little people. It, it weeds out the people with a small brain who don't have enough push or hustle or drive right. and, because they hear these words and they're like, oh man, it's oversaturated. How do you know? What is oversaturated anyways? Like, what does that actually mean? Too many right. people in, a, in an industry or a market, what, what's too many people? Where's the rule book on this? Yeah. I think of like McDonald's, man. I mean, like I realize McDonald's is not like multi-level marketing, but it's like a franchise, right? And so like, yeah. um, there's McDonald's. Sometimes they're like within a block of each other, but they're I, still doing crazy, right? Because the demand is there. The people are there. Um, right. But honestly, I think with the future, the way that it's going, multi-level marketing is the way to get ahead of that curve with all the yes. automation that's coming, with all the technology that's coming. Like it will be t the total norm for everybody to represent a company, which as a network marketer, multi-level marketer, you're just like a sales rep, right? With the ability to, to recruit other sales reps and you get usually get paid off of the sales you make to customers mm -hmm. as a residual rather than just a one-time order, right? Right. And you so like that is what the future is going to be is everyone will represent two, three, four, five companies, six companies. Um, I know in the industry, they're like, no, only represent one. And I'm like thinking in my mind, like you can't put all your eggs in one basket because what if the FTC just like shuts down one like that? Right. Right. And so I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, you got to get, you got to get products that are like not competitors, but they're complementary. And in the future, this is what I totally believe is people will represent four five, six, maybe up to 10 companies as affiliates, multi-level marketers, network marketers. And they're, they're just getting residual income from all these different products. And if they wanted to work, they go and work maybe for an Uber. I don't think really Uber will be hiring anymore because they'll be all self driving cars but like they'll go and do a youtube channel or they'll go and do something with their time for a couple hours a day or maybe a couple hours a week but everything else will all be automation that they have harnessed and yep yeah. i was just about to say man i was just about to say everything is moving to being automated like 
everyone in business because here's the thing the employer the employee their perspective is very different than the employer their ideas way of thinking is very it's almost like they live in a very different world right, right? employee comes from i want to get paid and if i come to work then i deserve to get paid right and that's not the world we live in anymore and it's not the way it's moving along either right you got to find out you have to we're it's, we're not going to give an been, we're not going to be given an option here soon to just go work wherever we want. We have to become irreplaceable at what we do. We have to get really good at understanding the future of where everything is heading. And Seriously. if we don't understand how to grow with these companies and what they're developing and wanting to do, like multi-level marketing, you know how how many businesses are moving to starting their own MLMs right now? It's <laughs> on real. Right. The amount of companies that are switching to that model because it works and it's really, really good uh, for, for most everybody involved, if they do it right, and it's it's a proven model, and it's been around for such a long time, and it, it's not going, and it's the only thing I see really not going anywhere. It's improving. Things are changing within it, and how you do it, and I'll tell you this right now, and Cody and I, we've worked on some things, but how we would approach multi-level marketing today compared to how we did it back in the day right. is not day. Like, it's very, very different. Uh, you know, with what we do, we can get 300 people, even on all three, four, whatever legs in two months, you know, really, really quick. And here's the cool thing about the method that we've come up with is we can make that consistent. Because there's the other thing is we get burnt out, especially in multi-level marketing. And I won't be scared to admit it. People will hustle, 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 and they'll get burnt out uh, right. because they're, they're, they're chasing pennies, right? That's what Right. All the time that they have to put into it. Um, even when you're like a leader, like you still have to put a ton of time into those people and they're, everyone's searching for this glorious word of duplication. And, and right. it's like, um, if you had automation, then you'll get duplication because you're literally like duplicating yourself and you're automating yourself and right. you don't have to be there every single step of the way. It's really interesting. I heard this quote the, <laughs> the other day as an entrepreneur. Um, you start off thinking you are the center of the world and eventually <laughs> as you go, like you are the center of the company, you want to do everything right. But then right. as it, as your business gets more and more successful, you, you want to actually, you, you do everything in your power to turn, try not to be the center of attention. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's yeah. really funny. It's like the life cycle of an entrepreneur is like, I want to be, yeah. I want to be the limelight. Oh wait, no, I don't actually want to be in the limelight. Share it with someone else. You know, a thing on that is what one big lesson I learned is to not open my mouth to the wrong people. You know, we deal with, we as humans, we're energy and we, and this is something you learn in sales that is right. a transfer of energy. It's a transfer of emotion. Um, it's not necessarily what you're saying, what you're selling. It's how you can make the person feel about whatever it is you got. Right. right. And the, the goal is to make them feel some sort of emotion that is positive or leading in the direction of purchase. Right. And so um, they always say what is 90% uh, of what I'm telling you is what you're retaining anyways. 10% of what I'm saying you're listening to, the other 90% is how I'm saying it to you. And that's how you remember it. Tonality. Because like tonality, yeah, which is huge. huge. Anyone in sales should know that. Um, but at the, I forgot where I was going with that. Like the um, Tonality, honestly, going off on tonality, like, learning about tonality has completely changed my sales game completely changed me in business as, and as a leader in marketing because people 
and it's still something I struggle with, honestly, like my tonality when I'm just by myself on my podcast going, my, my tonality is all over the place. It's crazy. But like, as I've really honed in on my sales calls and talking to people, um, if I, if you can perfect the tonality and put it in the right spot at the right time and, you know, go down at the right time, go up at the right time and have the, and basically you're like controlling the other person's subconscious by the tonality that you're using. Um, yeah. that has been a game changer for me. Um, but let's go ahead and wrap this up. We're for you that are listening, we are going to be going over more of these details, more of these topics. If you have a topic you want us to go over, uh, just in the comments, wherever you are watching this, put in the comments with the topics that you want us to go over and, uh, Dalton, give them, a, um, an offer. We want to make you guys an offer. An offer for what exactly? I don't know. Guys, see, you, we always want to have offers on the tip of our tongue. So um, we have a course out there that we are doing to help people learn the process of automation. It is at mlmsimplified.com forward slash mini course. You can actually get, uh, it's a free course. It shows you the four stages of automating duplication creation of your MLM business. And of course, there will be an option to uh, purchase the full version as well. So go check that out. Um, and but, in this course, it's going to show you how to automate the process. Because imagine if you could hop into the game and then you have something, not someone, but something built, like a bot built, that does the process for you, weeds out all the people who aren't going to do it, and then leaves you with the group of people who are actually going to be serious and help you grow. We're going to help you find the quarters and stay completely as far as you can away from the pennies. Yeah, and it's huge, like uh, duplicating yourself and creating little pieces of bait out there into the world that people will go out and actually be attracted to rather than you always going out and searching for those people. Um, but it's all in the course. Go check it out. MLMsimplified.com forward slash mini course. Um, hit that subscribe button and follow us and we'll see you on the next episode. This is Cody Dean and Dalton Baker. And we'll see you on the next episode.